Hello, and welcome to episode 68 of Expertise is Overrated, the podcast that takes the time to answer the questions you didn't know you didn't want the answers to. I'm Vib. And I'm Sean, and neither of us has any clue what we're talking about. Indeed we don't, but at least we have an idea of what we're doing today. Uh, these get cheesier and cheesier, don't they? <laughs> to get back to our grumpy roots, I think. I know, where we just have a, a brief moment of, oh, what next? Um, but anyway, this is our first recording session of 2024. Happy New Yay. Year. Insert sound effect editor. Yeah, that's definitely not going to happen, is it? <laughs> My God. Uh, anyway, it's so the first recording session of the new year, and we have a lot of things planned for you, dear listeners. It's very, we very really, really do. If we haven't cocked it up, and there's always a distinct possibility that we have cocked it up, then today we have finally launched our Patreon. Yeah, this is really exciting. So assuming today is the 5th of February, uh, we should have launched a Patreon. Uh, Our first exclusive slash bonus content episode, where we continue the Winning the Iron Throne miniseries, should be available on Patreon on the 12th, i.e. next week. That's really, if we all line everything up, that's really exciting. That episode, we're going to sizzle it here for you, our loyal listeners. We will be continuing the series we start this episode, where we're talking about Rob Stark, with everyone's favourite teeth-grinding incel, Stannis Baratheon. How is that teasing? You just just said his name. (laughs) Yeah, I gave it away there, didn't I? I guess (laughs) you really did. Um, I'm I, sure. Well, I mean, incel. I think that's pretty. I was. Obvious. I was so focused on making sure I got the teeth grinding incel bit right that I didn't. I should have just stopped talking there, shouldn't I? That was. That was the. That's the bit. That's the sound bite for the for the advert, and I've cocked it. I should have just stopped talking. There should be your mantra for 2024. <laughs> well, that, we could get that. Here. We could get that on a baseball cap. Ooh, now there's some sizzle. <laughs> that, yeah. Stop talking <laughs> Now there's some absolute sizzle uh, I mean yeah Patreon very exciting It's something we've talked about for a while We have we've been wanting to do Some content like this So mini series Bonus episodes that sort of thing Essentially things that are a bit more effort For us to record Um, So yeah, It's sort of a proof of concept At this stage isn't it Or a prototype it is. So, I mean, I hope you bear with us. Uh, obviously, no obligation for anyone listening either no, absolutely to, to, not. to sign up. Um, but I hope you bear with us. And obviously, we will ask for feedback and things mm. we can do better or worse. Please, or please worse. do talk to us in our Discord server. That's the best place to catch us about yes. any thoughts you have. Are our Patreon tiers right? Or do you think we're asking for too much, even for the lowest tier, where you... Like, I think it's like a quid, two quid, something like that. If you think that's too much, maybe don't tell us. Maybe just don't join. What? We were going to set it at two quid, and then Patreon was like, nah, you should really go for three quid. Oh, yeah, no, they did. (laughs) Patreon wouldn't let us be as cheap as we wanted to be. Yeah, so hmm, partly blame them, I suppose. But uh, we we have no idea really how how it works in terms of what they take. So I guess we'll find out together. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're all going on a journey here. I mean, let's be clear, no one's going to actually do this because i i fully you, expect but... the only person to join our patreon to be my mother <laughs> or and mine <laughs> and indeed, yours, yeah. uh, but equally no obligation if you are listening <laughs> i will know though mum. i will and it'll come up at christmas what else yeah, well yes quite yeah, definitely <laughs> <laughs> what else are we going to put on patreon then with this this game of thrones mini series will be our, our first I don't even know how many episodes will be in this miniseries. It's probably going to grow and grow and end up being as big as our main podcast, but hopefully not. Almost certainly. 100 episodes of Who Wins the Iron Throne. Um, (laughs) Depends how much we shout at each other today. Nimble dick crab for episode 100. Yeah. No, Lolly Stokeworth, I'm telling you. It's going to (laughs) happen. But no, we're also... I I don't know exactly where it's going to go, but we're going to start an outtake feed of some of the stuff that gets cut from these recordings will potentially go on on Patreon or we'll make them available through the Discord or something like that. And I uh, think something... Sorry? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say something, something we're both really excited to, to give a try 
is my crusade to civilize and educate the internet has a second convert, doesn't it, Vib? You're joining me. Uh, well, yes, but weirdly, this was my idea. <laughs> I don't like this, but yes, it's, it was. It's my idea to upscale your crusade to educate the internet, because I've seen you struggle for years now, which is kind of scary well, in and of itself. <laughs> One argument at a time, and you keep losing somehow. I'm not I don't losing. know how it's happening. <laughs> We're well, not, not educating anyone either, so I'm, I'm saying listening. let's let's work together and actually educate the internet. Yes, because <laughs> you know, as it as it stands, I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll sort of do a a thing on this. But and I know we jokingly call ourselves expertise is overrated because it works, but equally we are somewhat qualified people in in our respective fields. So yeah, we we maybe should take advantage of that. Not take advantage. That's the wrong way of saying it. But we should maybe Leverage. use that to actually. You know, do some good in the world. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I, behind a paywall, obviously, but oh, naturally. I mean, yes, we're capitalists. Let's not let's not let's not get too crazy. The the basic premise, and, and as Vib says, uh, we'll we'll probably do an episode like this one on the main on the main feed, talking about what we're going to talk about because there's nothing more interesting than people telling you what they're going to say without saying it. Um, but the idea would be people would submit to us news articles, Reddit posts, whatever, videos, although I don't really watch, I don't have time for videos, so I'll probably just straw man those. Essentially, things that they've seen on the internet, and we would take 30, 40, 50 minutes to not necessarily rebut what's being said, because not everything needs rebuttal, but lots of things need context. So that's what we're going to provide. Detailed. Context and some element of fact checking, yeah. um, things like that. I mean, it's a work in progress, given that we haven't started it. <laughs> it's not a million miles away from this was the comparison before. I think the article that I guest wrote that was the yes precursor for the does D and D need do tabletop role playing games need D and D episode things like that. So it's just informed. It's informed opinion, as opposed to uninformed opinion, which is what most of us on the internet. Yes, because that was an article specifically about a specific thing that legal ramifications in the law. Yes. (laughs) So, given that you're a lawyer, that kind of does make sense. Exactly. It was. It was was so so far in my wheelhouse. I was really struggling to not take a bite out of it. Yeah. So yeah, um, many things to come. It it just dawns on me that maybe we shouldn't have put this at the start of a random episode, but maybe have dedicated some sort of piece to this but here we are we're still not experts when it comes to podcasting eh that's really we've absolutely bungled this yeah we massively have and also i apologize for the audio that i'm sure is going to be shit because oh, i'm yeah, sure no, that this... i will have fucked up the recording settings something somewhere will have gone horribly wrong <laughs> for our second attempt to record video to record videos um Yes, we will make YouTube hours one day. <laughs> Loyal <laughs> listeners of the podcast will remember our first attempt with I Where hope. one attempted recording of a video somehow resulted in three bad episodes <laughs> of audio for me. It's it's unclear why it that happened, but, but hey ho. It's a new year, it's a new but not new us. Um what could go wrong? Everything. Uh, lost him. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gone. He's just checked out. No, I'm, I'm uh, still here, right? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, good. Yeah, fine. Uh, <laughs> let's let's not tempt the Discord gods now either. Oh, God, no. Um, so, yeah, shall we talk about Rob Stark? Stark. No. Okay, good. Um, I'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Stunned silence. So, let's talk about the concept, I guess. So, winning the Iron Throne. Yeah. It's almost a flawed concept from the start, which is... Why on earth would you want the Iron Throne, yes, but... Specifically, why would you want the Iron Throne if you're the subject of today's episode, Rob Stark? Yeah, he is sort of a a weird one to start with, right? Because I'm not even convinced he has any ambition to win the Iron Throne. No. um, I did think about calling it winning the war of the five kings but that's a mouthful basically and then danny's kind of a it it pushes danny and sort of you know little finger and that out 
Um, and also, the answer for Rob in that case is really, really simple because you just stop at the neck and yeah, say, March to the neck and stay there. Can't take Moat Kalen, bitches. He probably doesn't even have to march to the neck. He just has to declare himself king of the north and go, and everyone just goes back home. Yeah, I, I'm and then, king um, now. Yeah, Howland Reed just defends the neck for eternity. With, with 20 but equally, blokes. The other four are at war. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. It's going to take a while. You can't. You, well, Cersei actually makes the point. You can't hold the North if you if the Northerners don't want you there, and you don't have dragons. It's too big. Exactly. There's nothing there. And uh, this is, a, I guess, a spoiler for the Danny episode. <laughs> dragons. Yes, that is sort of um, the answer for Danny. Don't don't so, get them shot, or don't get them taken over by weird zombie ice dudes. Oh, there's a good episode on winning the Iron Throne as. The, Night the weird King. zombie ice dudes. Yeah, yes. that'd be fun. <laughs> Looking forward to that. But um, so, what what are the rules? What does Rob Stark have to achieve? Yeah, so I guess we are saying you have to win the Iron Throne, or I guess maybe in Rob's case, you you, you march all the way to King's Landing and dethrone the current king, yeah. and then you're within your rights to just go on back up north. But I think I think for Rob specifically, you have to. Take, well, not necessarily take King's, King's Landing, but ensure that there is no one who can claim the seven kingdoms left. Is that fair? No one who can claim the seven kingdoms. No, no, no one who can claim to. No, no pretender to the Iron Throne. Yes. The realistic pretender. So what you're saying is Rob essentially had, would have to install Stannis on the throne as a potential as, as a legal sort yeah. of handing over of, 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 of the rule of the Seven Rob, Kingdoms. Rob wins by either sitting on the Iron Throne, destroying the Iron Throne in King's Landing, or installing on the Iron Throne a monarch whose first act is recognizing the independence of the North. Which yeah. Well, I mean, you, you keep yeah, you keep the the throne hostage <coughs> essentially until yeah. until you have that guarantee. Those right? those three things are basically identical, I think. Of course, that that comes that, that brings about the first problem. Really, is that if you march south, the Iron Islands come in. Yeah, but I feel like that's fixable by leaving a very quick instruction with Roderick Cassell to not be an idiot. <laughs> but to be, to be yeah, fair, that's fair. There's, 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 <laughs> We sort of need to pick our our time frame as well, and I think the time frame for the miniseries is different for each actor. It's going to be slightly different for each character, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it has to be because if it, if you're literally marching into the Red Wedding, then I don't think there's any saving you. So yeah, exactly. I mean, they're probably not miles apart from a, from each other. The only one that might be is Danny, I think, and potentially Renly because Renly dies so early in the. War of the Five Kings. Mm. I think it's. I think we started the War of the Five Kings. Yeah, Danny. I mean, there's a lot of boring stuff that you have to navigate through. I guess with, with her yeah. before you get anywhere. But but even so, there's probably some things you want to do out in Essos that are important. Yeah, that's probably true. But yeah, I guess I guess around about the time that the War of the Five Kings kicks off, is it Ned's execution? Ned definitely has to be dead. But is that our trigger moment for most of the characters? Yeah. Yeah, I think it probably Ned's execution is... Well, or technically Robert's death, I suppose. Well, no, because then... If you want to keep Ned in play to an extent, but I mean, there's, there's so little time in between the two, I guess. It's, it's sort of ir- those two things are sort of irrelevant for Rob. Yeah, we'll say that that's, that's our flashpoint, right? For Rob, it's 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 Ned's flashpoint, or or it's Rob's crowning as king in the north. Either of those, I think, are sort of contemporaneous. I mean, it, I think we can say we we kick off the series as, as as Ned Stark dies, but I think I would do nothing different that that Rob does up until he gets crowned. Yeah, it, that's that's fine because um, you know you're just ably winning territory and winning some fights. Yeah, you know, I think that's there's, there's not much I would change. <laughs> Except yeah. yes, maybe leave a message with with Roderick to say, "Don't be a tool." <laughs> That's probably the quick one. So before we before we dive into it, before we dive into Rob, who do you Phrasing. 
way. Um, I'm fighting to not make a joke about Richard Madden. Um, who do you think has the best chance of, of all the various actors in Westeros and Essos who are, who are vying for the same prize? Before we start any of our analysis, who do you think we're going to have the easiest job with? Of winning the Iron Throne? Yeah. It's hard to not say Danny. Because dragons. Purely because dragons. Um, I think her her main issue is going to be holding the Iron Throne, or or at least ruling ably. I I can't see it being too hard for her to win the Iron Throne. I mean, it's very Aegon the Conqueror, right? That's true, although her dragons are a lot smaller than Aegon's. Yeah, her, her challenge is to stay alive. So I think with every... For, for every individual we talk about who wants to get to the Iron Throne and actually rule, I, you know, trying to take care of Danny early is probably up there as, as one of your challenges. You you see Danny as a much bigger threat than I do. I think. Well, I, I see Danny as as me being Danny as a much bigger threat. If that makes sense. <laughs> I see me with dragons as a big threat. Let's, <laughs> let's just let's just put it plain. If all I'm saying is, if I had three nuclear bombs, I'd be really good at winning a fantasy world. <laughs> well, quite. <laughs> Yeah, three nuclear bombs that that keep yeah three you know, reloadable nuclear bombs. Yeah. It's a compelling argument. Uh, aside from that, who do I think has the best chance of winning the Iron Throne? I mean, it's really hard to see Stannis not winning it early on. Yeah, you see, I think my I, I'm in a similar camp. I think the answer is actually Renly. I just don't know how you stay alive as Renly, honestly. We can. We, I don't. I don't want to. Don't want to answer the question. No, but the answer no, no. Let's is let's, let's do everything. Let's do our whole mini series in this episode, <laughs> and then charge money for it. <laughs> yeah, if we. That's the other thing. This, if this is our Patreon launch, we need to make sure we don't actually give everything away. Um, no, indeed. So, 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 in one word, you think Renly? I think Renly. In one word, you think Renly? That is just astonishing stuff i know because i don't get to justify it so i just sound like a lunatic okay you say renly i say danny you 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 decide at the end yeah. of the miniseries yeah let us know listeners we'll be we'll do a poll in the discord at the end of the miniseries um yeah but yeah rob stark rob stark the young so wolf. i want you to kick off because you said something earlier today that I didn't even understand. Yeah, this so is great. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna need you to explain. I don't, I don't know how you have an echoing <laughs> silence over a text-based medium, but but there was one. <laughs> You're just like, oh, I'm doing my SWOT analysis. Uh, what? <laughs> You're doing a what now? Um, so a SWOT analysis for those of you who don't uh, spend your lives in the the corporate underworld is a square uh, it's, it's, it's a box with uh, in each corner you write strength, weakness, opportunity, threat and it's how you analyse oh, anything really, so what are Rob Stark's strengths what are his weaknesses where are his opportunities and where are his threats, that's that's a SWOT analysis I'm so disappointed that it's just a box, it's just a box, it's a really really boring box, I'll hold my box up to the camera and hopefully people on YouTube can see that my SWOT analysis is very dull. Anyway, uh, so it's not, it's assuming not, this ever makes it out onto YouTube. Yeah, um, otherwise everyone's going to look at me like I'm a, again, like I'm a lunatic. Um, so okay, so it's a box: strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and what was the, what was the T? Threats. Threats. <laughs> plenty of those. Yeah, threat. Plenty of threats. Nothing but threats. What have you got in your corner? What what are your big strengths as Rob Stark? What should you be leveraging? Ah, I mean, just fierce loyalty of the people you are fighting with and for. Yeah. Um, to Ned and the Stark name, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, it's exactly that, I think. It's, it's um, your Ned, Ned Stark's legacy. Yeah. I would usually argue pretty secure borders to the north and obviously the neck. So yeah, as, yeah, yeah. As, a, as a whole, the North is pretty easy to defend. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Your geography absolutely works in your favour. Of course, there is. <laughs> the North may not be as safe as we think. 
or no. at least as Rob thinks. No, that's um, true. And I think there is a point to you as Rob Stark, even if you win, are going to be first on the line against the others. But that's not part of this today's concern, really. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Do we do we do do, do we in this miniseries care about the others? Maybe we do. Um, I suppose if the war again, it's, it's, there's, no, there's no there's no use sort of going to take the Iron Throne as Robin and then coming north to a frozen tundra wasteland. No, that's know? that's true. But then yes, you fulfilled the brief, but it's not <laughs> it's not great. It's, it's the essence of complying with the letter of the instruction. Yeah, and you, can, you, you couldn't even it. blame Roderick for that at that point. You know? No, <laughs> no, you can't blame Roderick for that. And I will give you you lost Winterfell with five guys to an army of undead. Come on, it's a bit unfair. Be better. Uh, okay, no, so you do have to you do have to worry a little bit about the free folk and the others, but I feel like that's sort of fixable to be fair in many ways john john's got it right he's he's all he's all over that <laughs> yeah and if you rob stark don't die at the red wedding then there's a stark in winterfell who will come riding to the aid of the night's watch if you send for help so actually you're fine ah, see but that, that that now raises an interesting point i'm gonna Ignore your SWOT analysis because it's too. That's fine. Corporate. Um, it's too constraining. So, so, so the wall, John, and I guess Rob's brothers. So you have to kind of fix that quickly, right? So, so the Greyjoys are coming. We know that. Are they though? Because well, if you just don't send Theon, Winterfell doesn't get taken. Uh, at what point does Theon get sent? I don't a hundred percent remember. This is the problem. I think it's after Ned's because because Theon rides with Rob for a while. Doesn't yeah, it? he does. I yeah, think so you never you never send Theon. It's after the twins, yeah. I think, and you just don't send Theon. You keep him as a yeah. hostage, and also he's your mate. Well, yeah, and you've recognised that Balon Greyjoy is an idiot. Ah, <laughs> uh, that old chestnut. Like a fundamentally unreasonable and unreasonable unreasoning with incapable. That's an impossible sentence to get out. Really hard guy to reason with. Um, and you just, You're you, right. I think it's because I've got an alcohol-free beer. My body's not used to podcasting without some alcohol in it. It's it's really worrying you say that, given that we record on Mondays. <laughs> I always have a glass of whiskey when we record. Yeah, on a Monday. And? Let's talk about that instead of Rob Stark. <laughs> It's Is everything a, all right? It's only a small <laughs> glass. Jesus. It's only a small bottle. I don't go to the pub. <laughs> ever. Which is very sad. No, I don't I don't see why I'm judging. I sometimes have a glass of whiskey to get through these as well. <laughs> Not today. Drinking some sort of licorice tea. It's kind of interesting. That's odd. It is quite odd. Back on topic. Back on topic. Um... <laughs> Let me derail, damn you, because I'm trying to work out what Rob Stark needs to do to win the Iron Throne. I think you need an alliance. I think the idea of build, of sending Cat to build an alliance either with Stannis or with Renly is absolutely a good one. But you also sort of don't. This is the other thing. Cause but, Cat, but Cat's already on a mission to get the Vale on side. Yeah, but the problem with the veil is Lysa is a nutter. Yeah, the problem with the veil is Lysa is a nutter, and her son is well too well, young at that point, really. Uh, if there's else. not much you can't do anything about Lysa because she's wrapped around little fingers, little finger. You um, just push her out the moon door. You how do you how do you do that? Do you just uh, push her? Yeah, but who who do you send? Who's gonna Theon? Bron. <laughs> Bronze probably still there. Bronze? Or in the vicinity. He's ultimately a, a sword for hire, right? You say, I am going to be the next king of the um, uh, Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, but you're... you're king of the Seven Kingdoms? That sounds daft, doesn't it? You're, you're on the wrong side of the net, of the um, trident. How are you getting you're a message on the wrong to Bronze to say... 
push well, Liza Aaron out. But Kat's already there. Or are you sending her again? No, but Kat's you know, not Ravens, going to, Ravens are a thing. Kat's not going to be okay with you pushing her sister yeah, out of the moon door. Kat, Kat, Kat is not going to be okay with pushing her sister out of the moon door, is she? Um, that is, that is just, true. You've just gone completely off the deep end. And this is something we should include in the rules, I guess, right? We, we can't fundamentally change the nature of the character. Yeah, because so you're, you're... I can't turn Rob into a mass-murdering assassin. Your suggestion of absolutely shanking someone. Okay, who was it that you were suggesting we just murder straight off the bat? Oh, I, I, I took a leaf out of Robert Brathia's book, and I was like, first thing that's happening is Danny's dead. Yeah. Now I'm saying Lias is dead. Um, clearly all, also going to be sending... Every faceless man I can find after any supposed Baratheon. Although I'd quite like the satisfaction of killing Joffrey myself. Yeah, this is... I, see, I think you also said I'm going to kill Ramsay. Oh, yeah. So, so I, you know, I, I'd be a terrible Rob Stark. I'm, I'm too You would be a terrible Rob Stark. You're far too bloodthirsty. Why does Rob... Maybe, maybe let's look at it a different way. Why does Rob lose? Because everything is going right for him. And he still manages to lose. Oh, the phrase, right? At the, at the end of the day. Is it just the phrase? I think it probably is <coughs> just the phrase. But... He, it probably is just the phrase. Yeah. He I, makes I, it, I think it probably is just the phrase. Because it's the perfect time to be waging war, right? Because everybody else's attention is split in so many different directions. Yeah. Right? you got Renly and Stannis... And King's Landing, mm-hmm. all kind of fighting each other. Yeah. So you could you you should be able to make it to. Um, I was going to say Dunharrow. There was definitely the wrong IP, isn't it? Um, uh, what's Castle it called? Summerhall. Summerhall. No. Um, where is uh, Tywin hold up when Arya runs into Harrenhal? Harrenhal. Thank you. <laughs> Something Hall, but it's not Summer. <laughs> Dun Harrow and, and Summerhall. Look at that. I, I, I kind of got there. Um, so, so I, I think you can get there pretty easily, right? Just yeah. So is that yeah? If you take out Tywin, if as long as you don't piss off the phrase, you can take out Tywin. And I think there's an argument to be made for for getting in touch with. Either Renly or Stannis. I mean, if you're going to be Rob Stark, it's probably going to have to be Stannis. It has let's to be, be honest. Stannis. But Stannis is the problem that you have with trying to get in touch with Stannis is that Stannis wants you dead because he sees you as a usurper to his throne. Yes, but one problem at a time, I think, even for Stannis. Maybe. I don't, mm. Yeah, yeah. But I, th- I think you definitely style that as a sort of, you know, I'm supporting the rightful heir to the throne, Stannis Baratheon. Also, we're independent now. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you must you must be able to do a deal with Stannis, because at the end of the day, you don't do the deal with Stannis, you do the deal with Davos. Or not, you don't do the deal with Davos, but you speak to Davos first, and you convince Davos, essentially, that... Well, you send someone to talk to Davos, and you convince Davos that the North will never accept Stannis. He doesn't have the men or the political capital to hold the North, so he might as well have someone in the North who's loyal to... who's, like, mates with him. Even if they won't be loyal, if that makes sense. Do you go after Davos? I mean, that makes sense, yeah. Well, da- but Davos do you go after is... Davos or do you go after Melisandre by saying, "Oh, by the way, you know, the prince that you've got a high prince, prince, with prince that was was, yeah, you know, he's he's chilling at the wall, uh, you know." That's an option. That's an also an option because I think if if you convince her, then you've essentially got Stannis in your pocket. Hmm, that's true. would be my suggestion. I also wonder if you openly declare for Stannis as king of the six kingdoms. I yeah, I Rob Stark, king of the north, hereby support the claim of Stannis Baratheon to yeah. the Iron Throne of the six kingdoms of Westeros. 
Yeah, you might create just enough. Yeah, you might create just enough of a sort of the problem flow in Renly's camp as well, where they're like, mm, you know, <laughs> do we really want to fight the Starks? Those guys are weird. The Starks and Stannis. The problem, I think, yeah. the, the big problem is that by the time you're talking, like Rob Stark isn't only king of the North. He's king of the North and the Riverlands. The Riverlands declare for Rob. So maybe you oh, just have that's to. That's a good point. Maybe you just have to give them back. <laughs> I don't really want these. Can you take them, please? Because they also massively eviscerate your ability to defend your kingdom. Well, no, I mean, ultimately, I think what you do there is you just, you just, you know, you don't crown Edmund, but you say, you know, Edmund, you're still Lord Paramount of, of the Riverlands. Do what you will with that information. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you decide to, you want to be independent, then we can, I guess, back that. There's also a lot of very strange. So, like, if you go back to the Hundred Years' War, in the real world, the kings of oh, England. No, not the real world. The kings oh, of no. England, in theory, in their holdings in France, were vassals of the king of France in relation to those holdings. So, yeah, there could be a way where you're like, yeah, the, I own the Riverlands, but they're still part of the Seven Kingdoms. That's not really going to work. Because they specifically declared for you as king rather than... But, but, but it's the whole problem with Westeros in general, right? In that they're supposedly all one kingdom, but we still call them the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, I th I think that's right. I think the Seven Kingdoms is almost a flawed institution. Uh, are, we, are we boring you? Sorry. Um, Do you want to... Should, should we go out for a, for a quick run or something? <laughs> Just need a... Um, it's too cold to run. Um, Fucking hell, honestly. It is too cool. First episode of 2024. Get in it. I'm very tired. Christmas is a tiring time if you've got a toddler. I'm it's very tired. Time, generally speaking, yeah, I, can, I can only imagine how, I can, how, I can only, how extra it is. I can only apologise to our listeners. <laughs> I don't not, not to me, who you're no, actually I speaking to. That's don't apologise to you. That's totally acceptable, yeah. What was I saying? Um, I've got no idea. It probably wasn't important. Westeros uh, is a flawed um, institution. Yeah, massively so. It's but the only way it worked was because you had someone with ultimate power, i.e., dragons. Yeah, absolutely. The well, who established the status quo such that no one could be bothered to really change it up until it also the rebellion. worked. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. It also worked. Yeah, that's that's the whole. Robert's rebellion only kicks off when the status quo stops working. But, uh, so, but then are we saying is that as Rob Stark? You're vying for an independent Riverlands. But, but, but as you say, like, they sort of... He's sort of crowned king of the Riverlands, isn't he? He is. He, he is the king of the North yeah. and the Riverlands. Edmure declares for him. In which case, because it's Rob Stark, I guess that's that's something that's that he's honour-bound to do, right? So you have to kind of deal with that. Do you need to not come back after your raiding... The Westerlands. Do here's an idea. So all of that pushed to one side. Black Battle of Blackwater has happened. Stan has been sent running with his tail between his legs. Renly's dead. The Tyrells are in with the um the Lannisters. Do you, Rob Stark, just burn Lannisport to the ground and take the gold mines at Lannisport? Thereby cutting off Tywin's source of wealth. Okay, but say you do that. Yeah, I don't have right. a plan beyond that. Yeah, no, say you do that. <laughs> then say you do essentially take over the Seven Kingdoms. I mean, you're not going to rule them. No. Then the Iron Bank comes calling and saying, Hey, you, you're the most powerful person left. You owe us gold. Because I'm not sure how well the laws have been written, given that the crown owes a debt. If you're then, yeah, 
you're not you're not the Lord of the Seven Kingdoms, Kingdoms but you are the the most senior you king in Westeros. You set up an installment payment plan with the Iron Bank. You just you just accept that it's your debt and that it needs to be paid, and you pay it over time. But so, so you you effectively need to take over the gold mines at Lannisport. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. need to you need to take the Westerlands. Um, they're so important. You either take the Westerlands, or you use them as a bargaining chip to essentially get like you get rid of Tywin. You, but the problem is Tywin's. Tywin. The problem is you, you have to go so far down the damn chain with the Lannisters before you get someone who's even remotely going to entertain the idea of you being in charge. Not really. If you're Rob Stark, I think so. Tywin. Who, who, who would you try to install as the leader of the Lannisters to, to sort of be on your side? Tyrion or Kevin. Nah, Kevin's too close to Tywin, I think. Kevin's also a massive pragmatist, though. Yeah, but I, I just don't see a scenario where you, you somehow... Get Kevin and don't Kill get or get rid of Tywin and then you don't get Kevin, yeah. Yeah. I think the answer has to be Tyrion. The answer probably is Tyrion, but I, I just don't see how that works. How do you get to Tyrion? And how do you convince Tyrion that, that this is the way? I mean, but, well, you got Sansa, I guess, to, to sort of put in play there. She... Is that... Oh. That sounds horrible, really I know, but... It's hard. It's really <laughs> difficult. Yeah, if, if it's if the mission is go beyond the neck, <laughs> it's just really <laughs> difficult. Because I, I think you can you can martially achieve a lot of victory, but you don't have the capability to hold the Seven Kingdoms. You just you don't, don't have that. But, but also, all your bannermen, all, all the sort of lords of the north, they just like they, I don't think they care. Frankly, that's, yeah, they're, right. They they want to avenge Ned. They want to reestablish the North, and that's it. Yeah, there's no interest in ruling the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, so so you're you're as married, I think. So actually, I think you take over land as in you 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 cut Tywin off from his wealth, his main bargaining chip. You essentially do a a hammer and anvil style thing with Stannis. And then you just bash it out with him in King's Landing. You say, all right, Stannis, you take everything. I'm taking the Riverlands in the north. And we go our separate ways. <laughs> oh, yeah. by the way, I burnt all your gold and you owe the Iron Bank shit tons of money. <laughs> bye. No, I think, yeah, that, bye. I, think, I think that's the answer. You establish a dialogue with Stannis. And you basically go, look, you've just been beaten at Blackwater. That's crap. But do, do you let him get beaten at Blackwater as Rob? I don't know. I don't think you do. I don't know what you can do about it. No, I, I really don't. I don't know where Rob is when Blackwater. This uh, is where the Greyjoys could actually be useful, but I equally no, don't understand how um, you would sort of put them you, in play. You can. It's in the. Isn't it in the TV series when Ed Muir fights? Tywin. You need to keep Tywin in the Riverlands. So you need to hold him. You don't you need to hold him at Harrenhal. That's the game. Because if you hold Tywin at Harrenhal, Tywin never meets up with the Tyrells. Stannis takes King's Landing. I think. Stannis takes King's Landing. Does he? Because Oh, I, I just remember so much of it is the um, alchemist's fire. Stannis still makes landfall. Even with the alchemist's fire, he still makes landfall. I think... Then he gets, but does he get smashed because Tywin gets there? He gets, no, he gets, I don't think so. He gets smashed by Tywin and the Tyrells army. He gets smashed by the Tyrells, that's right. But do the Tyrells get involved if Tywin's not there? And uh, Renly's still alive... If you can find a way to keep Renly alive, which just creates more of a clusterfuck, ultimately. <laughs> if you know, because if, no, if you keep Renly alive, Stannis is dead. Because hmm. they have their battle outside Storm's End, and Stannis loses. 
that battle. I uh, I don't know. I think I could convince I could convince Renly that he doesn't need to be king for what he wants to do in life. Well, that's the thing. I I just I, can't get in the room with him. <laughs> I can absolutely convince Renly that the best thing to do is just wait for Stannis to die of old age because you're a lot younger than him. Stannis is going to die young because just look at him. And he it's has, not even so much that he has no male heir. You'll be king in twenty years. Because I feel I feel Renly is only in it because that. Uh, to me, it feels like that he thinks that's the only way that he could sort of express himself. Yeah. Whereas I think he can just be like, mate, it's okay. <laughs> like, you can just live a life of leisure as the brother of the king. But the kingdom's going to be better run now that, that Robert's dead. So just enjoy it, you know? Yeah, the, the frustrating thing about Stannis and Renly is that they don't see that if they could work together, they're unbeatable. Yeah. They're both because the other interesting thing to try and put in play is you make a you make a move for for the same wedding pact, I guess wedding. Um, you make a move for marriage Marjorie. arrangement. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did have that thought, but the problem is, by that point, haven't you already made your deal with Walder Frey? I don't think you make that deal with Walder Frey. I think you find a way to. You don't make that deal without him. Yeah. Because we're starting when Ned gets executed ultimately, right? So you don't make a deal with all three. You just say, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> or, quite frankly, I'm going to end this weird dynasty of yours. Yeah. Can the North take the twins? Probably. Can the North take the twins and have enough left to that's, then do more is, is the other question. That's the question. But I, you must be. It's not very Rob, but uh, it's just taking out Walder Frey is actually the only thing you need to do and that whole system collapses there. Yeah, there's got to be a way to do it. I I, I, uh, just, I feel Theon could achieve that for me, but I can't ask him because I'm Rob Stark. <laughs> what you do is you're just sitting staring at the twins and you just say out loud to no one in particular this is just a problem that would be much easier if Walder Frey was dead if only, if only Walder Frey wasn't here and then you wait two days and see if Theon does it and if he doesn't do it you say it again louder while looking at Theon <laughs> <laughs> if only Walder Frey weren't here <laughs> then look, Theon say wouldn't look, that be nice look meaningfully at Theon's bow yeah, I mean, it's a tough ask. I don't... But ultimately, the, the, you can make the pact, you can go beyond the twins, but then you know exactly what to expect should you come back, and you don't honor the pact, I think. But, the, so the but ultimately, problem... you, could, you can engineer a situation where you come back with the Tyrells, with the Baratheons, but the, the, and then what are the twins going to do? The problem is definitely not... The, what am I trying to say? The the pact it's is not a problem if the reason you break the pact is Jane Westerling, because that's excused. No, it's not excusable, but it sort of is excusable. The pact is a much bigger problem if you're trying to build a marriage alliance with with Marjorie. So you almost need the Marjorie. That that's the answer. You need to do the Marjorie alliance before you get to the twins. That's the answer. But then how do you get passage? Because you're then not an option. So you just offer Edmure straight yeah. away. You just offer Edmure, yeah. Is that enough? You might need to sell then off Bran. Bran, yeah. You can have yeah. Bran. Yeah, I think you need to sell off Bran. Edmure and Bran. Yeah, that could work. But why? Why would Jane, why is Jane Westling not a problem? Jane, have we talked about this before? I think. It was, I think oh, it's it's not that Jane Westling is a problem, but Jane Westling is, in the context of Rob Stark as a fifteen-year-old boy, excusable. Like oh, I see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So just a, a minor transgression. It's it, it's not, it's not a minor transgression, but it, it sort of is. Like Rob is a young boy stroke man who in the depths of grief 
besmirched a woman's honour and so did the only honourable thing open to him, even though that put him in a dishonourable position vis-a-vis Walter Frey because he put the honour of a woman above his own honour, essentially. Hey, Theon, wouldn't it be nice if I never made that mistake? (laughs) Theon's just going to be the answer to all my problems as Rob Stark. Well, you see what I mean. Like, yeah, no, like, I, I do see what you're from, from from It's, it's going to be awkward and embarrassing. But, it's awkward yeah. and embarrassing, and you're going to have to eat some crow at some point. But like, it's it, from a PR perspective, it's it's massively rescuable in a way that, like, I had a marriage alliance with Walder Frey. Now I've got a marriage alliance with Marjorie Tyrell. Just isn't. Yeah, no, yeah, I think you're right. Though you make you make the mar- the Marjorie play early. You throw in Bran and Edmure. Mm. And then you still say to Theon, <laughs> Boy, that Walder Frey is looking a bit frail. You demand that Walder Frey come with you. Or you either demand that Walder Frey he come with, with you. He marches with you, yeah. Or you leave Small John Umber. He's probably too important, but some you leave someone at the Freys. And you take, Bolton. yeah, that could be really dangerous, or it could be really smart. I'm just sort of picturing that the Roos problem goes away if we nullify Tywin. I think it probably does. Roos Bolton is never going to make a move that he isn't absolutely certain will win. Yeah, everything exactly. in one swing. So you've just got. You sort of need to trust him less than Rob does I think yeah I think you you demote Roos to just that weirdo flaying guy in the north who we just all kind of deal with he doesn't become one of your closest confidants like he does to to Rob but you also need to keep him close enough to keep an eye on him and you want 100% minority report Ramsey straight to jail straight to jail straight to jail straight to jail well, you just, if anyone else swies, like, you know. Well, you you just, you get the reports about, say, Lady Hornwood, and you just say to Roos, no, we're not doing that. He go, He's going to the wall, or, well, you're dealing with this problem. I'm 100% not sending Ramsay Bolt to the wall. That is one way to lose the kingdoms. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. um. He's straight to jail or just or just dead. You just uh, say to Roos, just sure. deal with him. Just, just yeah, I don't that, care yeah. how... But you deal with him. Or we just stick him on the front lines of some important battle. What a great honour it is for Ramsay Bolton, you know, newly um, called up son, to lead the van. Against Gregor. And then you accidentally charge into that van. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, against Gregor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So that, that seems... All quite reasonable then. So you still the play is just to to try and nullify, as, as in to, to keep Tywin stuck long enough that Stannis wins King's Landing. It's Tywin stuck long enough that Stannis wins King's Landing, and then you and then basically you, turn to Stannis and say, "I handed you that victory." And oh yeah, have we have we gone for the Marjorie Tyrell play here? I think you. I think you have to. I do think you have to, yeah, because that completely nullifies Renly. Yes, if Renly doesn't have the, the Tyrells, Tyrells, he has nothing. nothing. I mean, he's got um, um, Brienne, but that's about it. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't have the largest army in the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, no, I mean, no, definitely not. Yeah, I'm fairly sure if you trap Tywin at Harrenhal for Blackwater, then Stannis wins Blackwater, Stannis takes the Iron Throne, and you as Rob basically can say, look, we can present this as we worked as an alliance of equals, and, you know, yada, 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 or we can... I can march on um, King's Landing with the army of the North, the Riverlands, the Vale, because I'm going to go push Lysa out at the Moon Door, and <laughs> the Reach. 
And I could probably get Dawn involved if I give them a ring. What do you want to do? Yeah, and again, I think you just have a meeting with Stannis where you're like, you know, the actual prince that was promised, I know who it is, and it's not you. Yeah, the prince that was so promised is at the wall. So I can take away all the power you, are, you yeah. have. The prince that was promised is at the wall, and here's how I know. Here's... This is... Yeah. I'm assuming that we've we've got our knowledge. We must we need our knowledge as Rob. So we need a, we need. A, I mean, otherwise I'm not. I'm no military commander. What the fuck am I? Yeah, no, that's true. I'd be I'd be dead in a day, and you die of diabetes in a day. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's got, it's got to remain academic. Yeah, I think I, I think that all kind of and I feel you could you could reason with Stannis to an extent. You could just say, well, listen, the Seven Kingdoms only worked up until. That only worked because everyone agreed we would be seven kingdoms yeah. united as one. Robert's we no longer agree, and there's just the numbers are not in your favor. Robert's <laughs> rule proves the seven kingdoms don't work if you don't have yeah a lot of them pointed yeah. in the same direction. And quite frankly, like let Stannis try at that point, right? Because he'll lose all support as, as, he, yeah. as he did anyway, and then we we'll just put Renly on the Iron Throne. And I'm sure if we just say to him, "Listen, you can chill. You can do whatever the hell you want." Just leave us alone. <laughs> I think you'd go for that. That feels like the answer. Because ultimately, I mean, I guess it's less clear in the books how much of a threat the far north actually is. But I would still quite like to hoof it back. I think it's the biggest threat. I think the whole point of the books is all the politic in the world doesn't matter when the end of the world comes knocking. And if you if they could have put aside their petty squabbles, they'd that's be able... Sound, but... Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but I, I think that's the point that George R. R. Martin is making. It is, yeah. It's that sort of... You know, if... You, if uh, once I have two dogs are fighting, the third one gets the bone. Exactly. Um... Yeah, so I, I would I would hoof it back up. I, I guess Danny is still a problem. You yeah. kind of just have to make her realize that she doesn't actually want to be queen of the seven kingdoms. A united Westeros is a match for Danny. I think. Yeah. Uh, but just give her Dragonstone. That's uh, uh, probably what she wants. You could have yeah, she, you could have Dragonstone back. That's your that's your ancestral home. If somehow Rob Stark has remained um, single through all of this, then just marry Danny. Well, marry Danny. Alternatively, one thing we haven't actually considered is we can just claim the Seven Kingdoms as the Seven Kingdoms, but install John as the king. No, there's we a, stay king in the north. There's a play. Jesus. Right, that's so here's here's the rightful Targaryen heir. I present to you Everybody fuck off. <laughs> I present to you the son Aegon of Rhaegar Targaryen. <laughs> Targaryen and Lyanna Stark. Melisandre's prince that was promised. Also, he's a really nice bloke. At that point, I don't even want to be king in the north. Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be his bannerman. That's fine. Lord Paramount, yeah, that's fine. John's just like, I hate you. I hate you so <laughs> much. Why did you do this to me? And then you marry him to Danny because it's a Targaryen thing. Ah, bingo. And everyone lived happily ever after. Genius. Done it. We win. Did it. Boom, smashed it. I, but genuinely, I think that that could be a play. That is if 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 it turns out that things are not going to plan as uh, you know flawless as our plan may be, <laughs> there may be some makeups, and we they don't do just... have a particularly coherent plan. <laughs> We've got a few no. It's just we points. we we do these two things, and then we win. <laughs> a lot of it is just take Tywin out of play. You don't let you make sure Cat doesn't release Jamie. That's a big one. Yeah, you, you keep Cat under control there's got to be a sort of implied all of the stupid stuff that happens we don't let that happen <laughs> we, we we don't do that so we, we don't do that we don't we don't let cat release jamie we don't we don't let rickard carstark murder two lannister children um and i guess yeah yeah do we let um little finger kill 
Joffrey, but it, I guess it's moot because Stannis will have taken King's Landing. Mm. You probably do have to deal with Littlefinger in, in some way, but there's I, enough just weirdness about him and Lysa and Sansa that I think that's doable. You just you just out Littlefinger. Well, well to yeah. be fair, I think if um, I think if Stannis takes King's Landing, Littlefinger is going to end up on a spike. Yeah, that's entirely possible. At which point, Lysa jumps out the moon door, and then the veil's yours. Done. Sorted. Easy. <laughs> so I'm surprised that what you didn't actually say is we have Bran, so we have the most powerful being in. But Bran, the that, see, the problem is Bran isn't going to go north because I'm not going to lose Winterfell because I'm not I'm not going to let Theon. Ah, uh, no, I think I think we send Bran north anyway, no. <laughs> but but like, what a hilarious properly. thing to do to an eight year old. Okay, so you are going through the wall. See ya. <laughs> and all you're going to get is uh, Jojen Muir Reed and Hodor. <laughs> Although. <laughs> If we send enough guards and Hodor never becomes Hodor, and then we've actually saved the series. <laughs> I think we yeah, did it. Yeah, we've done it. Fixed the whole thing. We didn't even need your SWOT analysis, although I'm quite keen. So so what did you have down on your SWOT analysis? Um what have I got? The strengths, um, the momentum. Strong sense of honour. Strength of honour. The fact that you're a vassal's fight for next start's legacy, um the ge- geographic position of the north. Uh, you have a very militarized society and a society used to hardship, so you can probably endure a long war more readily than others. Um, weaknesses. Mm. Your, your vassals note, are quite before, hard before we, to control. Sorry. Yeah, before we sort of move on from that. Yes, your people are used to not much, but winter is coming. Mm. Winter has come. You've only got one port. That might be challenging, you know? But I... I think that the North is good at surviving winter. Like, we get... Uh, yeah, but they've not had to do it independently. Well, I suppose they, they probably always have done it independently. They've always done it independently. Yeah. There's lots of stuff through the um, through the, through Game of Thrones about, and I think some of the later books, about um, Ned and other Starks ensuring that people are putting away enough of each harvest to survive the winter. And things like that. So yeah, it's a long winter. Though. It is a lo- that that is true. It is going to be a long and difficult winter, but I think you can survive it. Yeah, yeah, anyway, and you'll weaknesses. also be you'll also be better at fighting in 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 the winter than anyone else. Weaknesses. Um, your vassals are a problem. So you have some very very useful vassals, like. Uh, the Great John and and Wyman Manderley, but you've also got people like Rickard Carstark and Roose Bolton. Uh, you also mm-hmm. are. When it's you're, pretty true of everybody, though. It's right? probably I mean, true of everyone. Little uh, vessels are going to be great. The, the the North's geographic like upside is also a downside. So yes, massively. The, you're resource poor. And also, you're going to be fighting a long way from your supply base. Although you have and the... if you get stuck south of the neck, you're fucked. You're not retreating. <laughs> we, I think you meant to, we're meant to think that you could get through um, the neck if you can get Highland Reed's help to get north of Moat Kalen. But yeah, you have oh, yeah, a but you sort yeah. of have a single point of failure in Moat Kalen. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, you don't have a Adam, lot of weaknesses, yeah. though, as Ned, as, as as Rob. You really don't. That's uh, it's, it's it. In an offensive war, you might do, as you say. I think the supply lines are going to be a pain. Yes, that's true. And and I think motivation of your vassals to keep going south because there will come a point where they're like, "Look, Ned's dead. We are very sad about that fact, but we're not going to bring him back by all dying." Yeah, and and importantly, they crown him king of the north. Right, which is a very strong suggestion of yeah. Let's also stay there. Let's stay there. Yes. No. I think that's right. Um, opportunities and threats. I'll do really quickly. So your opportunities are things like going and raiding the Westerlands. 
I also think Jane Westerling is a potential opportunity because she is a she's from a large, prominent, wealthy Westerlander family. So that's a potential. She might. I think you keep her in play if you can't get Marjorie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. I think so. It's, it's a potential house to take over rulership of the Westerlands. And Tywin's not popular in the Westerlands. He's feared. Yeah. He's not popular. And then your threats are, you know, the Freys, the Boltons, the Greyjoys, and the others. Like, and, and <laughs> threats, uh, everybody. Everyone who ends up co- contributing to your death, they're your threats. Yeah. So it was a quite a high level SWOT analysis at this rate. But. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, obviously, let us know, listeners, if you're still with us. Um, if <laughs> how would if you get off lightly by essentially just saying, "Oh, it's easy. You just pin Tywin, make an alliance with Stannis, and boom, Bob's your uncle." Um, I think the Stannis alliance is the hardest bit. You sort well, of. Well, you sort of. Need there's to also do, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say you sort of need to do the Tywin pinning in the hope that that wins you a Stannis alliance rather than to get a Stannis alliance rather than with a Stannis alliance. Uh, hmm, yeah, I think also if if you can convince Tywin that he's beat, yeah, it's it's hard to gauge him, but you you do essentially make the point that look, we both know that Joffrey and Co are not yeah Baratheons, right? And we can either make a very big deal of this, or we can come to an alternative arrangement and we can still keep the Lannisters yeah in some seat of power. Yeah, yeah, Cersei's yeah. ultimately now free. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh god, the unholy Rob Stark, Cersei Lannister manage. Um, if, oh, if it comes to it, you'd die you know, so quickly. Yeah. Oh god, you'd be eaten in a pit of vipers. But there's, there's. I'm saying there's maneuverability there. Um, I, who we didn't talk about is, is Fagon, I guess, and the Golden Company. Who I'm sure will just staunchly continue their invasion of Westeros. But they don't. They can't do anything in a united Westeros. No, I think it's that you just flick into the sea. Yeah. Oh, there's like a thousand blokes have landed at Griffin's Roost. Okay, shall we push them back into the sea? Okay, yeah, we did. Question that. one Good. Where? <laughs> They're marching on Storm's End. Okay, I guess we let them do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, I will be sending a, a raven very quickly to um, uh, Doran Martell and be like, "It was Tywin. if you don't want your son to be incinerated, I would strongly urge you to call him back. Call, call back. Yeah, call him back. That won't work. It was Tywin. It was the mountain. It was Am- Amory Lorch. Uh, well, actually, I guess Oberyn's probably still kicking, right? So, yeah. Yeah, if you can just Ooh, is there an just send a raven to him saying like just whatever you do, don't showboat, just kill him. Is there an Ariane Martel potential? Is there an Ariane Martel potential? I don't know. Do you need Dawn that much? You can't get Marjorie. Yeah, but but uh, yeah. <sighs> It's hard to gauge how how Dawn feels about the North. I feel like they just sort of don't. They're just irrelevant. Like they each would think the other was irrelevant because they're as geographically removed as it's possible to be. Yeah, and I think if if your whole rhetoric is we're kind of turning the Seven Kingdoms into Seven Kingdoms again, so do your thing, Dawn. They're like, oh yeah, we already sure. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then of course there's Dark Star. Because he is of the night. He's of the night. <laughs> There's no stopping that. So if no. he decides to take action, then it's just over. That's true. He is the most dangerous man in Dawn. But yeah, I think we've cracked it. Um, Turns out. I definitely think there's a Reddit post in our future of your SWOT analysis. I, really, I hope it's really dodgily drawn. I don't know how I do it in Reddit. That'd be really funny. I should try and work that one out. I'll just That'd take a picture of what you have done and upload it. <laughs> not putting my handwriting on Reddit. I think you should. No. I think you should. I think um, everybody would want to see that. My ego can't take that. 
don't know, we'll find a way to get this on, on Reddit. And then we will cross-post it to our own subreddit, which I don't think we mentioned at the top of the episode, but we now have our own subreddit. Oh, we, we, did, we put it in the list. Did we not talk about that? No, I don't Damn. think we did. We continue to be monuments to vanity. <laughs> that is another great soundbite. <laughs> Damn, I should, you should put timestamps on these. You're full of you're full of gold today. What's happened? One SWOT analysis, and here he comes. He starts blasting all these great things. I've taken a note of that one. Um, yeah, I think we've done it. Fixed this it. Is, this is the start of our mini-series yeah, on yeah. How to Win the Iron Throne. Come back next time for Incel Extraordinaire. But I think... Well, maybe maybe only if you're a Patreon supporter. Yes. Uh, Otherwise first, you may have to wait some time. We may well make them available off Patreon, but it won't be for a very long time. It won't be for a very long time, yeah. Uh, I think all that remains to be said is to say thank you for listening to this episode of Expertise is Overrated. No doubt we've said some things that were either objectively wrong or downright offensive. As ever, feel free to let us know, rate the podcast and leave us a comment, or drop us an email at expertiseisoverrated at gmail.com, tweet us at zeroexpertise, check out our website expertiseisoverrated.podbean.com or come join us on our Discord server. Yeah, classic us. We didn't or include the Patreon. Patreon website in this. <laughs> We're come also find on us Patreon. on Patreon. We will link it in the description yes, uh, if we you will. remember. But if you're lucky, we might just argue with you in one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're really lucky, we might call you an idiot. Come back next time for some more absolute nonsense. 